0: This is Banging on the Drum. It is another beautiful day in West Central Wisconsin, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 53 of Banging on the Drum. I am your host, T-Dog, joined alongside my host in West Central Wisconsin, M-Dog. And how you doing today, M-Dog? I'm doing good. How how good are you at math? Um, only okay. You're what our math. math are we so if we had forty-six episodes last season and we have fifty-three now, what are we at? Ninety-nine. That's so next one is the big one, huh? Yeah, it is a landmark episode. And I might not even be there for our hundredth episode. So I got A pretty packed schedule we'll figure
1: it out we'll figure it out offline but right no i like i'm excited about that i'm glad we made it to 100 that seems significant
0: to me yeah and honestly i don't really think either of
1: us have plans of stopping quite yet so we haven't i don't but i don't think i would honestly like if you decided that you're done i don't know that i keep going i like not sure I think
0: you would I think you would I would definitely have to find somebody else but I think I think you would figure out a way um but with this being episode 99 I'm going to throw you guys a little curveball we're going to start out with our Vince Lombardi quote of the week and that is the only place success comes before work is in the dictionary and that's what we're going to be fucking doing here guys so get ready for
1: it we're going to be we're going to be working before this next season i like well, to that, quote that everybody's the, jacked for the episode right yeah he, quote a little vince lombardi now people might leave and like go and try to like do some real shit today though
0: yeah they'll be slamming their head on the uh, horn in their car on their way to work uh yep. let's go get some let's go get some crap done today but as always thank you guys for listening we appreciate the support and like I said we we are throwing a little curveball we're going to get straight into the sports today and we got a pretty action packed little episode of sports stuff going on so we'll hit the Brewers give a little rundown then we'll do some of the Packers news uh we haven't got to touch the schedule yet so we'll go through the schedule Mike will call every game a win and the pastors are going to be 17 and 0 we will do a yeah. little bucks coaching search news driving fast turning left pga championship and then we'll get to our hot in the streets overs and unders and then we'll get you guys out of here
1: and ready for your day how do you feel about that mike sounds great i like the idea of throwing our overs and unders at the end like but I guess I don't know if that's going to get them like more succinct and like a little bit shorter because we know where we're at with time, or if it'll make them longer because now we just keep rolling, right? We don't have to like get out of the conversation. So I'm interested to kind of see where that goes. Yeah, curveballs, curveballs before
0: season three. Season three is where this this rocket ship really takes off and we jump up to like 30 or 40 listeners per episode. That's that's oh. the plan. So let's, Easy, bark about, let's bark about these brewers real quick. All right. So as for just like team news, uh, we end up signing uh, first baseman slash outfielder Darren Ruff to a one year deal. Um, I didn't. I think I did look at the money on that, but I forgot. I, it's nothing like crazy, but just an interesting signing to me. It's like a guy that's kind of been like. I don't know, like in and out of the league. I think he went over to Korea for a while and now he's back. So may- maybe he can make some waves in Milwaukee, but I think that it sounded like,
1: was it Seattle was going to designate him for assignment?
0: Yeah, he was DFA. So this, yeah, designated, it designated for, assignment. for assignment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. Um, but I think we did it because we put a loop void on the 10 day, disabled list and then we ended up moving uh brandon wood from the 15 d 15 day dl or injured list to the 60 day dl and then recalled right-hander trevor mcgill from AAA nashville and option right hander Colin ray to nashville so just kind of the behind the scenes things there but Anyways, as it goes, over the last 10 games, Bruiser 6-4, and 24-19 overall, and in first place in the NL Central, as Mike called it before the end of last show, uh, the Royals came to town and we whooped their ass, uh, sweeping those guys. Pretty, pretty good series uh, all around. Yelich really was getting to the ball. I think he hit three dingers in two games. Uh, first game uh Corbin Burns pitch a gem six innings no runs um uh, whatever we won't get too too far into the weeds with some of this stuff but but yeah it looked like they were turning around and then we go to St. Louis and we win one of three so so the Cardinals got the best of us in that series and then my notes on that is Nolan Arenado. Just was a menace, like just crushing dingers. And I
1: feel like a- every third baseman for the Cardinals just kills us. Well, and I think it's, I feel like it's always one guy. Like there's always one guy that just fucking pesters us from the Cardinals. It, right? Yeah. It could yeah, be a that- pitcher. It, it could be uh Molina, who, if Molina was a brewer, he'd be my favorite brewer of all time. Like it wouldn't even be close. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's a Cardinal, I kind of fucking hate him. So, yeah, Freeze did it to us for a while,
0: and then I want to say Goldschmidt.
1: Goldschmidt. Yeah,
0: Goldschmidt did it to us. We ended up beating. Was it the Diamondbacks he played for before? Um, yeah We ended up beating them in a in a playoff series, but Goldschmidt hit like four or five home runs in that series, and then goes to the Cardinals and just continues to do damage against us. But there, it was definitely like hey we're playing good uh now we get to go take on our big brother and yeah and our big brother is still still getting the best of us uh in that one but for top performers uh, Corbin Burns uh, on the pitching staff Corbin Burns had two quality starts Mike and I's favorite stat there so in the first one like I said uh pitch six innings seven Ks no runs uh, In the second one He pitched six innings, gave up three runs. The Brewers didn't score any runs to help him out against the Cardinals, and they lost. And then hitting-wise, Yelich has just been on an absolute tear. It's like watching it, it seems like he found something. Uh, His mom was in the stands, and, man, they were were showing her a little too much during the game. Um, I, I don't know if you caught any of that, but.
1: Nope. Uh, so, like, would that be, like, Bill Hall's mom? So, like, Bill Hall, when he was rolling, they would show his mom all the fucking time. And then he was, like, lights out on Mother's Day every year, it felt like.
0: Yeah, I th- maybe it's just that memory that will all stick with me, that the Bill Hall hitting a home run on, on Mother's Day to win the game. But it seems like the Brewers play very well for their moms on mother's day but if you didn't see it yelich's mom there was probably other guys on the team trying to hit home runs for her if, you, <laughs> if, you, if you're picking up what i'm putting down but all right i might have to look into that <laughs> but yeah but yeah yelich seemed to find something so over the last uh seven days he's been hitting 462 three home runs seven rbis it just looks good like he looks he i'm not gonna say it because. it's I don't want to shit on him but i'm gonna say it anyways but he looks like he's back but who who knows um other than that uh owen miller wisconsin zone uh is currently hitting 500 over that stretch uh hit a dinger as well uh and the brewers look to be playing some decent baseball uh they like i said in the beginning uh passed the pirates up for first place in the NL Central. And next, we got a series down in Tampa, three games, and then Houston comes to town for three games. So two not-so-easy interleague series that we have coming up. And I don't know if you say we're taking some momentum into this, but, I mean, we are in first place.
1: Um, And we'll see how it goes first place 6 and 4 on the last 10. I think that that's like a positive turn because we kind of were not playing very well for I want to say we were like 19 and 9 or something like that, right? And then just kind of had a really rough go of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and fell back to probably where our mean is probably at, right? So our average for what we expect to get out of the Brewers we fell back into that, which is, which is all right. When we're what, 63 games in right now, 24 and ni- no, 43 games in right now, uh, 24 and 19. I think that if you just catch five games every 40, every 40 games, we'd be, we'd be very happy as a fan base with that, right? Five games above five, 500 every time we run through 40 or so games, I think we'd be happy with that. And you might get
0: lucky, Mike. I, I don't know if they black out games on FS one, but on Saturday, if you're not doing much, I know you're all busy with kids. 310, the Brewers are playing on FS one. If you are someone that falls into okay. the situation as Mike does, but uh, and then the Friday night games actually on ESPN plus as well. But but yeah, that's that's all I got for the Brewers. Um I I was happy uh with what they did for the last stretch since our last episode. So I'll I'll take that. Five and or four and two. So since our last episode. Yeah, I think we can deal with that. All right. You ready to move on to some Packers news and the schedule release is out. Did you have anything that caught your
1: eyes from from the schedule? Uh, so it looks like we're like even on rest days, right? So the number of rest days that we get compared to the teams that we face, or like net rest days, I think is what it came out to. We're even, right? Plus one, I heard. I I don't know. Like okay, I, I, so I saw I've plus zero, in... okay, right? So like even. So it might be one. Could could vary. I have no clue. So last year, we were worst in the league with negative 12. Okay. So I think that that's good, right? That's a benefit. I do think that, um, and I'm going to get into just a little bit of Jets talk because I think that it's relevant when we talk about the Packers, especially this year. They're like plus 12 on rest days. So I would expect the Jets to be very good.
0: Okay. So you're, you're going balls deep into this stat.
1: Have you, so Warren Sharp went into it really heavy on like a Twitter thread. And so I just was kind of going through it. I only made it probably, I don't know, seven or eight like tweets deep. And then I'm sure there's 15 of them or whatever, but I'm, I think this will be important. Now, I do think that your coaching will matter on this. Right. So if you have Bill Belichick in your plus like 20 on, on games or whatever, or on rest days, I would imagine that you're the best team in the league. Right. But if you have like a brand new rookie head coach, that isn't that good. And is only like a, if you had uh who is the Vikings old coach Zimmer. Right. Like, yeah. If you have, yeah. If you have him, like you only might be 500 if you, even if you have like plus 20 days but I think it benefits you to have extra rest days if you're a good coach if you're a bad coach I don't know that it helps that much or you have a really bad like terrible team I don't know that it'll help that much I think mediocre teams get slightly better make the playoffs if they have more rest I mean health matters all that stuff but and I think if you're a plus team and and you get that rest, you're going to be one of the best teams in the league.
0: Yeah, that, that is kind of like a curious thing. Uh, it, it's news to me. Like, obviously, I'm aware that if you play on Thursday night and then your next game's on Monday night, you probably have extra rest than the team that you're going in to play. But Even I if wonder- it's
1: Thursday to Sunday, right? So, like... Thursday and you go to Sunday. The other team didn't play on Thursday; they played on Sunday. So you get three days or whatever.
0: Yeah, but then on the back end of that is no, because if you played on Thursday, both of you probably played on the Sunday beforehand. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, right. It is interesting, but it, it'll be if if people stick with that to see like like you said, it depends on health. But that seems like a very like hand in hand, stat with if your team's able to stay healthy. Like if you have plus days, you probably have a healthier team. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be a hundred percent perfect math there, but if you have twelve extra days of rest compared to other team, but yeah, I don't know. I swear, every year one thing like that comes up where I'm like, I've either never thought of that before or I've yeah. never heard of that. Like, cause what was it? The Raz scores were high in the draft this year, and they were pounding that. So,
1: new stat yeah, every that, year for me. Yeah, and so the the Niners have like a negative, like twenty eight or something. It was it was a huge number for the negative. So I'm interested to see a, a really good team that does that has to play. I doubt it's multiple Thursday night games, but they might have to play just every. I think it's everybody coming off like a bye week. And I don't know if that's like that negative or not. I'm not sure. I would assume so. It's but if you're playing ever- Bill Belichick off a of bye week, that's different than playing, I don't know, Mike McCarthy off a of bye week. It just is.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the super bowl with uh, the rams and the patriots where the patriots beat the rams like 10 to nothing or whatever 17 to 3 uh whatever it was showed how important that coaching is but I, even i think it would be even more detrimental in the middle of the season because at least in the super bowl you both have two weeks to look yeah. look at each yeah. other's shit but if you're playing a team like say four times you're playing a team coming off a bye that has two weeks to like they could like implement like a whole different scheme just for you because that's that's what they got to worry about next yeah but if you have
1: bad coaches or bad teams you won't you just won't do that
0: yeah i I mean yeah right you'll have a better chance you'll have a better chance to do it but yeah you're not Bill, not everyone's Bill Belichick. Not everyone's gonna, gonna. And so I'm happy that the Packers that.
1: are like even. I guess is where I'm at with the schedule. And then I feel like, honestly, if we had Aaron Rodgers, I probably would tell you we're going to be nine and zero after our first nine games. I would be like, for sure, we're not going to lose one of those games. I felt very, very good about the first. Nine or so games, right? I didn't feel like, oh my god, there's nobody or there's somebody there that like almost no chance we can beat.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it. It doesn't seem too bad. So I'm just gonna rattle them off uh, here quick. So week one, Chicago; two, Atlanta; uh, three, New Orleans at home. The first two were road games. Uh, then we get Detroit at home. Go to Las
1: Vegas. Detroit's a tough game. I think Las Vegas and Las Vegas can be can be tough, depending on like what they do in their first three games.
0: Yeah, and w- what's shaking out at their quarterback position here, right. and how, how how all that's going to be going, and then we go at Denver. Well, we have a bye week. We have an early bye week. That was a takeaway of mine. Um, yeah. Then we're at Denver, Minnesota at home. The Rams at home. So Denver and
1: Minnesota, Denver and Minnesota could both be potentially tough games. If Denver makes a turn and Russell Wilson returns to what he has been, that's a tough game. And even so, their defense is probably okay. Yeah. Right? And their defense is probably plus. And then Minnesota, like, if they play the way they've been playing, right, last year, their defense might not be very good, but their offense has been pretty solid both could be tough games yeah i i think 9-0
0: and o would even be a stretch with with aaron Rodgers in this but
1: i think 9-0 is a stretch no matter what you're yeah you i'm are. just saying with aaron Rodgers, like and my overall competence of the packers which <laughs> i might just say jordan love 9-0 and o, right but oh, yeah. uh with my like massive competence if we had aaron Rodgers, i think there's a Always an opportunity to be that team that's elite. And there's no teams on there that scared me.
0: Yeah. Until you yeah, until you get to the Chiefs. But we'll right. keep her. So I think we were at Pittsburgh, and then we get the uh shit. The Chargers at home. We play both the Los Angeles teams at home. That was kind of confusing. Uh so then- I'm a bit of a
1: so Rams, I think, is an easy game. I think that game. I guess I think that they're bad. I think the Rams end up being bad, right? That's probably a terrible take. I don't like the Rams team. Um, and then you said At someone Pittsburgh. in there, the Chargers. Pittsburgh, and the, Pittsburgh, I think it all depends on Pickett. Like if he's playing well, but I don't know that he will. I'm not sure. I would assume that he does because like coaching is so solid in Pittsburgh. And then the Chargers, I'm a hater of the Chargers, but I think that they're a above average regular season team and so tough game there too
0: oh yeah for sure uh and i mean you got to put out the baseline of what you're thinking the packers are going to be and i think you are on the very optimistic side of yeah of love's going to be able to take this ship over and i guess just not make mistakes which is kind of what we need but i I think also all of the young talent we have uh at the skill positions is is going to be a wild card it for sure looks it looks good if Reed can be good that will be a huge even
1: if any one dude starts getting in their head we're in we're in trouble yeah yeah
0: the the Christian Watson drop that seemed to set him back for I, I mean i don't think i don't think he's going to be able to be set back like that that easily i mean he he was right. just getting lit up
1: every time he got the damn ball early and i think that he probably learned like he can't get lit up quite like that every time you get the ball oh yeah he was right? just getting freaking smoked every yep. time like um, well and like you drop that ball like that kind of changes your mindset about what you are. That first, like, almost guaranteed touchdown, you drop that, right? And then so everybody in, in the fucking world hates you, right? So they're all chirping about how, like, oh, he's terrible. Like, he doesn't know how to catch, right? If you don't have a good mind, like, that'll break you. And, like, I think it's broken numerous people. So for him to have success late in the season, I think, I'm hoping that he can just speed off of that. Like, I am good. I can beat guys in the NFL. It doesn't have anything to do with me failing once or twice. Because he's yeah. going to fail again. I mean, that's there's no doubt in my mind.
0: And I think one thing people get on guys so much about so early is drops. And I think they they do it even just like a little bit too much. because. I feel like it was even Adams, where he was like dropping yeah. a decent amount of balls, and, but like they were like, but they keep throwing to him, but they keep throwing to him, and it's like, yeah, because he keeps fucking getting open. So like, right, once yep. once he gets out of his head about catching shit, that you know he's going to be Devonte Adams, or I even feel like Jordy Nelson was a little bit like that early. James Jones was definitely. A
1: Yeah, James Jones, and he had those even later in his career where he would, like, not always be the most secure catcher of the ball, right? Yeah. And Adams, I knew guys, I remember seeing things, and I think I know one guy that they bring it up, like, every time they bring up wide receivers in, like, a couple of my buddies, like, they talk about um, how he wanted Adams cut. Mm -hmm. Like, he, like, pretty openly publicly stated cut Adams. And I, there was a large sentiment to that stuff.
0: Yeah. So, no, I, I do remember having the, I didn't think Adams was going to be who he was, or I didn't know he was going to be who he was, but right. I'm pretty safe in my, uh, like calling a guy a boom or a bust. Like, i am like, all right, I, I got to see it before before I can make opinion, I guess I'm just not
1: very like opinionated about people like too. points. Yeah. Uh, so we. Uh, so I worked with a guy named Steve Middlestead at uh, at McCoy. Did you work with him? Calling Steve out? No, I
0: didn't work with Steve. Yeah. No, no, but,
1: I'm not calling Steve out. He actually changed my opinion on like how to like look at a draft. So he goes. I'm I think I was bitching about like the Aaron Rodgers pick or something right and he goes uh, and like maybe the overall draft because the draft like I was like what the fuck are we doing Ted Thompson doesn't know anything and he goes like I think we had like 10 or 12 picks that year and he goes like nine guys made the team from that pit from that draft like how are you like pretending that's a bad draft and I was like well, that's a good point, right? Like, guys make the team from the draft. That means the GM knows kind of what he's doing. Like, maybe you should just be patient about how you look at everything. And so he made some comments around stuff like that, and I was like, oh. Like, those are really good points. Like, you just need to be – like, take a step back and figure out what these guys actually are before you judge them and say, got to get rid of them. Yeah, and I can't became more patient
0: as I – have Yeah, as i've went around but back to this schedule so then we got a fun one thursday november 23rd i assume that's thanksgiving at detroit so that is nice that's the 11 30
1: game i'm a little bit pissed that they're playing an 11 30 game on thanksgiving because you want? i don't like to yeah i don't like being out of the woods before like right when i have to eat lunch which is usually like 12 31 o'clock so Oh, man,
0: that's my favorite game. That's my favorite game of the year right there. Well,
1: it's going to be. I, I am happy that the second weekend of deer hunting, I have the entire weekend open. Now, you could have given me my buy the first weekend. That's what I would really prefer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Screw, Screw the hunters is what they're saying this year.
1: It's only Wisconsin. I don't know that everybody in the country hunts. Over Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, no, I'm saying Packers fans. They're yeah. they're screwing the
1: hunters and, and I'll be Green in, Bay. I'll watch the game. I'm not gonna like track it on my phone. Yeah. I don't generally do that. Like, this is an appointment tele. This is probably the only appointment television in my life, is Packers football.
0: Yeah. You know, it, and it's definitely a fun one because Detroit's frisky, Green Bay's got so much new shit going on that it, it's gonna yeah. be gonna be an interesting season to say the least I think I hope it's still interesting at that part at that point like I think it still will be um for sure because it's week 12 uh but yeah then then we get a taste of the champions in week 13 which we will be coming off like if we we're yeah. talking we'll like plus, plus yeah so we'll yeah. we'll get some plus games uh going oh no kansas city's coming to town so and that oh they're fuck we got yeah easy on a a sunday night so yeah easy w uh in green (laughs) bay december 3rd get some snow on that field aj Dillon is gonna be running pretty hard by that point usually yeah so like that's that's the week
1: that's the week he's gonna actually start playing real football again and we're all i have our hopes up it's week 13 Yep, yeah, yep.
0: No, I think it's strategies. Dylan's like, I'm not going to run too hard. I'm going to let uh, Jones kind of be the feature back. Uh, then December hits. We get that cold weather. And then A.J. Dylan's coming for you. Come before yeah. you, Kansas City.
1: Yeah, we're going
0: to dominate him. Easy peasy. Yeah, but another fun game there. Uh, then we week 14. We're at New York. Um,
1: Then week 15
0: versus Uh, Tampa at home.
1: The Giants, right? So we're at the Giants, which is a playoff team from last year. It could be a tough game. Yeah. They beat us last year.
0: Yeah. Another primetime game, too. We go from Sunday night to Monday night. Uh, in that, but yeah, we, I don't know, like looking at this schedule, it's hard for me to see that we're only plus one because it seems like we get some pretty good stretches before we go in to play decent teams. Not like, I think maybe the bye week thing could give you
1: a boatload of
0: plus minus. I, I don't know. I may, yeah, maybe so I'll everybody think.
1: gets one of those, though. Yeah, So like, true. Right? So it might not be the game they might be plus 6 on a game but we're going to run into that whenever we play somebody coming off a of bye week which reduces ours so if we go to net games and so I'd actually be interested to see like how the rest determines wins versus losses
0: yeah no i'm i'm curious to pay attention i i don't know I if mean, i will
1: but like we should like bookmark this somehow i don't know how you do that but like, <laughs> yeah
0: we're we're definitely
1: we'll probably forget
0: about this before next week's episode
1: <laughs> so, oh yeah like, for sure right like that's just the way we are and i definitely won't remember at the end of the season to like and then even if i do remember to go back i won't actually do that that sounds you, like a lot of kind of like work yeah but do
0: you think there's got to be somebody out there that's doing it like you're not gonna have to reinvent the wheel like warren sharp's that high on it you probably can just look at something he's
1: putting out
0: and maybe we think so
1: but like maybe they're just like on the show so i do think pat to, to like a large extent that like i am just like everyone else for the most part there's people that dig into stuff don't get me wrong that like get into all the analytics of something right like just like dig deep into that stuff but I think they're very, very few and far between. Yeah, to actually like go and do the math. Like if
0: I can't Google what I'm looking for, yeah, and I even I can even know what I'm looking for, but if I have to like pull up an Excel spreadsheet to figure out what I'm trying to figure out, it usually doesn't get done.
1: That's... Yeah, I'm in that exact same. <laughs> that like I am not the guy that what is willing to do. I'm willing to start that project and never (laughs) finish it. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe that's
0: what we'll do. We'll assign each of us a project for the year. That's that can
1: be yours. So um, yeah. When, when's and so that every team or just the Packers, like the Packers, I could probably figure out, like we were plus days on this week and we won Yeah, minus days on this week and we lost. Right. But do it for
0: the I, Packers, make an Excel spreadsheet that can do it. And then then we could probably easily do it for other teams.
1: No, you've been there's maybe a lot of no, no, like, I can it's not impossible to do this. There's just a lot of rules you'd have to put in your Excel spreadsheet in order for that to take place. Right? You'd have to have dates in there for one, like what dates people play, whether that's plus or minus versus the team that they're going to play right so if both teams played on monday night which would never happen two weeks in a row right you're never going to play the team you played on monday night again on monday night right that's never actually going to happen yeah but if they did that would have to add up to whatever i don't want to get into like excel like equations and bullshit like that because that's not what we are and i've done that with some things at work when they're paying me to do it and i'm on a COVID. Restriction. I have 40 hours where I'm sitting in my office. I printed something out and now I have nothing to do for the next 40 hours because I shouldn't go off my unit because everybody on my unit has COVID and they can't do anything because they're all locked in their room. Like that's the only time I've gotten like deep, deep into some like bullshit like that. Yeah. So
0: probably not going to happen. Long story short. Maybe. New York, though, like we said, tough game Monday night. Should be a, a tough, fun game, though. Cold weather. Uh, then we bring the Tampa Bay Buccaneers into town. And I would say that's that's going to be a game that's, like, questionably tough. But I honestly don't even know. My goal this year is... I think Tampa's going to be bad. Yeah. Personal opinion.
1: I, my, and we my, do have the NFC South, right? We play the NFC South. Yeah, yeah. And I think almost every team in the NFC South is going to be bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're the division. Like one team is like who, who's? Yeah, no, you're, you're Atlanta's the best team in that division, and they're not good. They're yeah. only okay. But remember how I was about the Eagles, and I kind of annoyed Atlanta as my eagles this
1: year so atlanta could be really good this year um so i would agree with that if they had a quarterback i don't think that they have a quarterback right because who they got they draft like spencer rattler yeah or... i think they have rattler down there and then they had uh Mary down there yeah. neither of those guys are guys that are like breaking the world right like did they draft another guy this year i no. think so i do not think early did. Okay. So they didn't get the Tennessee kid, Hooker. They yeah. didn't get Stroud. They didn't get uh who's the number 1 overall pick? Now I can't think. A young, Bryce Young. Yeah, they didn't get Bryce Young. That's the Panthers. They didn't get Will Levis. And the other one is who? There was five of them. I can't remember. I don't got that kind of
0: kind of draw. Cuz okay. I gotta say him real fast. So Levis Young. Stroud. And, uh, Stroud. So young,
1: it goes young Stroud. Uh there was another one in the top ten. I'm trying to think of uh, Richardson. Goes to the call. Oh, Richardson go, Richardson, right? Yeah. 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 yeah so though none of those five end up at Atlanta. So they don't have a guy that like is like an elite level quarterback coming out of this draft, a guy that we expect to do something. Not that he can't, right? So, like, Brock Purdy did something, right, in his rookie year. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying they didn't get a guy we expect to do something. Yeah. And then they have Rattler and Mariota down there, and maybe one of those two, like, takes a huge step up. But Mariota yeah, feels more like a game manager than, like, a guy who changes, changes the game right and so even if Rattler is the dude and really comes on late he probably doesn't come on in week two when we face them
0: yeah yeah no I mean you're right the the South is probably a nice little treat to have on our on our schedule this year um but what I was trying to what I was gonna say is I'm trying to be the more pessimistic Packer fan this year. Oh, an actual pessimistic Packer fan. I hate those dudes. No, I'm not going to be the guy that's like complaining all the time, but I'm going to be like, oh, because I mean, we've probably talked about this quite a bit, uh, but I just don't feel as I was wrong about the Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers transition, but even paying attention to it and like trying to kind of look at the situation similarly. Like it just doesn't feel like we have as much trust in love as we did in Aaron Rodgers and who knows, like there's new guys in the office doing business different ways and things like that. But it kind of felt like the Packers knew when they went to Rodgers is like Yeah, we got the best quarterback out of that draft class, you know, after sitting two years.
1: Like and I think I think Farb has said said something along the lines of like, I was never gonna be the Packers quarterback that year. Right. Whether uh, I had retired or not. And so maybe they talked to him and they said, You aren't the quarterback anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They could have done that and then he retires thinking, like, okay. I'll retire a packer. I'll go out like on the high horse and then decides I don't want to do this shit. That could have been the case. Yeah. We got to get Brett on the show. To yeah. Show I think that should I'm... be an easy get now that he's a fucking criminal. Yeah. Alleged. Yeah. I haven't called him a criminal yet. So that's just you. Um, In techni- I mean, is he a technically a criminal? I, I don't know. Or like did he I just said- do shit. That was not like. Morally acceptable? No, right. so I'm pretty sure it was
0: things. against the law, and I think if you want to
1: call someone a criminal, but all right, so hold on a second. So I'm going to dig into this just a bit, and it, like I'm going to sound like <laughs> an absolute shitty person, right? But um I'm going to just play devil's advocate. I do think what he did was morally reprehensible, right? Yeah, like no, assuming that he knew what was going on, which based on the text messages that I read that ESPN published feels like he did. Right. I see. I didn't catch that Intel. That it feels like he had an idea where the money was coming from, which means he knew what was going on. However, he's not the person like dishing that money out. He's just asking for it. Yeah. He knows where it's coming from. He's writing the grant or like getting someone to write grants for it. But somebody else is like, yeah, take the take this money that's supposed to be going to poor people and to feeding people and put it into this college situation. Right. Yeah. And I know that like he actually did something that was illegal. It might be immoral and he might be required to pay that money back because somebody gave it to him. But was he doing the legal thing or was the person who was in control of that money? doing the illegal thing
0: yeah no I mean you're probably right I don't know I assume it's illegal but like you said like his money I mean he's not like directly in control of that
1: money like I think I could ask you to kill somebody no you can't do that you definitely can't so uh that would be conspiracy to commit murder okay right so I could ask you
0: to... so yeah maybe it's would be fall into like conspiracy to commit fraud if you knew that's what you were doing you're like
1: yeah the I, only I, way I, I
0: could was... see him being like exonerated from the whole situation with like his hands clean I could see you getting away with being like hey like you know I was just asking like and they did it But to come out of that, like Scott Reed, which he's not going to, he already hasn't
1: like he he has to pay the money
0: back. And I believe he did.
1: Yeah. That he paid the money back. However. Right. Like he shouldn't have been asking for that money. Like that's not morally right to ask for the money coming from a certain situation. Yeah. But. The person should have said, no, this isn't for that. It's for this, this, and this. Yeah. And what should have happened? I now, honestly have read articles
0: on it and stuff and like just don't even grasp the whole situation. Like my wishful thinking is just like they're like, well, let's throw Brett Favre's name in the mix because you know it's it's good to like tie a celebrity to this. And like whatever and then he just ended up being like the face of what it was and he didn't know what was going on but from what you're saying it sounds like he was at least somewhat aware of where ESPN money was coming on from on
1: you could go over there and read it um i think i read the it,
0: whole thing too dude <laughs> like, it published I mean, been the a text
1: messages and it's not like super clear that he knows knows but he It does give the implication to me who leans towards the fact that like not ideal for him. Right. Like he was already doing the wrong thing before I read any of that stuff. Partly from listening to like guys like McAfee. And then partly because I probably lean a little bit left rather than right, you know, and he's on the right a little bit. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that was a detour from, playing the nfc south but yeah yeah didn't. we
1: are we're deep in some weird shit right there yeah
0: so i then, think we were on
1: the saints game no we were way past the saints game we were
0: on the tampa game uh we yes 15. tampa i think tampa's gonna be bad yeah and then so easy w right there then on christmas eve we play at carolina um
1: also you, a team I think is going to be banned. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, could roll into it. And then we finish strong in the NFC North playing against the Vikings in Minnesota and then the bears at home, which is always a fun last game of the season. If there's anything on the line, because it's two teams that want to screw each other over, even if they're not going to make the
1: playoffs so yeah and i would imagine that like the bears are still not going to be that good five or six wins max is what i kind of have an assumption for uh i could be wrong like they have tried to bolster their team up and they made some good decisions in the draft and pre-draft but i don't think fields is absolutely terrible but i don't think he's good either so
0: but, yeah, like you said, though, it's, we are playing – I mean, they're playing the AFC South as well, so they'll have some get-right games in there if the AFC South is as bad as we think they are. I think the Bears are going to be pretty dog shit as well this year. But, I mean, we don't have their – we don't have their
1: father playing for us this year. Yeah, their owner just yeah. does not – is but I mean, I'm sure that Rogers signed the, signed the deed right over to Love. Like, I don't think Rogers and, and Love have like an issue with each other, so just sign the deed over. Yeah, easy peasy. So, yeah, pretty. I mean, it's the schedule
0: that that is what it is. It doesn't seem very crazy looking at it. Um, obviously, Kansas City. Is the big bopper in there? But Chargers
1: are tough. That's a tough game. Yeah. The New York Giants is a tough game. But as it goes for teams who made like deep
0: playoff pushes last year, if that's what we want our baseline to be off, we don't. Just the really Chiefs. Have me on our. I don't think. So yeah, the Chiefs obviously won the Super Bowl,
1: but I Minnesota don't Minnesota did
0: not win a game, right? No. I don't think we have another. So we have one of the four um, people in the conference championship that we're playing. I'm sure if right. We're so, down to the divisional round,
1: even we'll, the divisional round, Chargers don't make it. Giants, maybe. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't I had remember such for bad sure. Recall. Yeah. yeah, I can't. Oh, I right. couldn't tell you. Maybe Minnesota even made it, and I just can't think of it. But I feel like they lost in the first round of the playoffs for some reason.
0: Yeah, because there, there was some weird bounces. So, but yeah, whatever. We can get off that. I'll give you my quick takeaways. Uh, to, And then you just give me what yours are. So five primetime games uh, for love. So the whole world is going to know what love is before the end of the year. Actually, six primetime games because when I counted those, I forgot about the Thanksgiving game. So six That's an 1130 game.
1: I don't know if you can consider that. I guess it's primetime. Like, everybody in the country is watching that game, right? The Packers are playing
0: six games where they're the only game on TV. That's primetime to me. Yeah, okay, I got you. Yep, it's
1: appointment television for probably, what, 30 million people in this country?
0: Yeah, So so everybody's gonna know if we're good bad ugly um the whole the whole country is gonna see uh a third of the Packers schedule basically I mean if you're the people who are staying up watching Monday night Thursday night games so is that gonna be you Pat I I mean for the Packers yes for other teams it's gonna be it's gonna have to be a good game to draw me into that the East Coast time zone just kills that for me. Like I'll yep. stay up for the first half, and then check on what happened uh the next morning. But then, yeah, and my, I think that's,
1: I think that's fair. Like, it's tough. Right. I to remember like, I always the next day if you stay up.
0: Yeah. No, I always thought it was odd that, um, not part of my take. Uh pardon the interruption, Tony, Um why can't I think of his last? Kornheiser. Day? Kornheiser. He would always say, like, no, I don't stay up late for those games. He's like, I just watch him in the morning. And I always thought it was, like, the oddest thing. I was like, man, that guy's old. And I'm already doing that at 33. Like, I'll, I'll just catch it, catch it in the morning, Uh go over the game notes. Because I remember Mike Wilbon would always be like, Dude, just stay up for the games. He's like, no, it's late. Like, I get up early.
1: Well, and the other thing is, like, Kornheiser, his show was on it. They might not have been live, but he probably doesn't have to be in studio until noon. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. like, the job he has, like, it wouldn't be the end of the world if he's not in studio till noon. they come on at five. He used to have a Colin Coward spot on ESPN radio, and so maybe, like, his whole situation... Was a little different than that, right? That he was up fairly early. Cause I remember Mike and Mike in the morning, like them talking about getting up at like three o'clock in the morning so they could start a 5 a.m. show. Yeah, no, thank you. I could deal with that. I'd be, yeah, like, I guess if my day was over at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning, like I'm all about that shit. Yeah. I think that's why Mike Greenberg
0: ended up leaving. Maybe not. He's became much more. But anyways, back to the schedule. By week, week six seems early. Um, Yep. What was I going to say else? So week four, Thursday, September 28th versus the Lions. Okay. So that's what my notes were telling me is I think it's going to be a fair time to judge the Packers when they get to Detroit in week 4. So, that's when I think Love should have it all put together and I feel like that's just like a perfect time for that game to be a good game. And I think obviously it's not going to be all telling, but I think it's going to be pretty telling how we're playing against the Lions in week 4.
1: Of okay, so we go 1-3 to start the season. Yeah. You're cool with that. If we beat Detroit,
0: yeah, I think so. Uh, Hopefully not, but but yeah, I I guess. Now I'm actually like
1: double tracking that. I think you need to have one win before you get to Detroit. Well, so Um, what are we talking about? We're talking about Chicago, Atlanta, New Orleans.
0: Yeah, you need to have one win going into Detroit. That's what. That's what I'll say. And then. Seeing how that Detroit game plays out, I could. So, me personally,
1: I believe we have to beat Chicago in week one. And you 100%, oh, I shouldn't say 100%, beat Atlanta in week two. Right. So, Atlanta can be a good team. So, maybe I'm wrong. So, you got to have one win out of those three. I'd like to have three. I don't think any of those teams, <laughs> I know I'm, but I don't think Atlanta's like super good. They're not bad. But i don't think they're super good either and then uh the same thing with the saints i don't think that they're super good they're not bad and if everything worked perfectly they should be okay but they're not great either they're not a team that i'm worried about them winning the super bowl right which means if i think the packers are like a mid-level team The only teams I should have to worry about are teams that I think have a real opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Not that we can't lose to other teams, but like we shouldn't like go into a game and think, well, that's a loss, right? And so I would imagine that there's going to be people who believe the Chargers will win the Super Bowl, right? They had a bad luck injury-wise. There's going to be somebody in this world that says, Chargers have an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, for sure. The Chiefs are in that. That like, oh yeah, talking point. I think possibly Minnesota's in that talking point. That you might be able to go there. I don't know that we face anybody else. That people are like, oh yeah, Super Bowl or bust type teams. For sure. No, I I do think
0: we have a. Fairly good schedule uh, coming off from exactly what you just described. And the last thing I want to add is I ca- I like how the schedule is set up. So if for NFC North purposes. So we get Chicago right away, Detroit second, Minnesota third, and then Detroit later. So we don't have any of those like play the Vikings one week, play a different team, play the Vikings the next week. So I like that there's a pretty good gap between each time we play each NFC North opponent. So I don't know why. I think it's more aesthetically pleasing to me on the schedule than it actually matters. But
1: I think there's like a three game stretch in the middle that I thought like was probably all losses. Like KC, Chargers, Giants, maybe.
0: So it would be it would be chargers, Detroit, Kansas city, New York, or Detroit, Kansas city, New York. So Detroit would be in a three game. Like if you were gonna look at the schedule and say, we're gonna have a three game loss, I guess it could be Kansas city, New York, Tampa Bay.
1: Um, But if you're gonna throw Tampa Bay, I don't think Tampa Bay is a loss. Um, I do think one of our Detroit games, probably at Detroit is gonna give us problems. Right, That
0: could be the stretch then, because it's at Detroit versus Kansas City at home, and then at New York could be a tough,
1: tough loss. Yeah, so I think that stretch right there, we might get three losses there, right? And I'll just be like, I'll attempt to be a realistic Packer fan instead of my optimistic Packer fan. And I know you want to be an optimistic Packer fan as well, but... To some extent, we have to, like, take a real look at this. And without Aaron Rodgers, you can't say our quarterback is the best player in the league. Like, everything else might be able to fall in place. We can't say that anymore. Yeah.
0: yeah, This
1: year, next year, maybe, though. Maybe by week
0: three. Yeah. Maybe he comes out (laughs) and wins the MVP. So, Who, who knows what we got going in this season? So... Uh, that's all I
1: have on the schedule. Do you have anything more? No, I think I gave my, kind of my opinions on it. I did. I am like attempting to look at like every win loss through the whole year. I might have my, all my, uh, picks done for the whole year. I'm working on it at work in my, like the times that I have that are a little bit downtime, but, um, trying to, just predict all the wins and losses for the whole league. So I might have go. that graphic at some point.
0: I'm looking forward to it. All right, so now we are going to go to barking about the Bucks, and we're going to be pretty quick here because I did this information all on I want to say Tuesday night. So things have changed since then. But the first three interviews I want to say the Bucks had was Kenny Atkinson. Uh, Golden State Warriors associate head coach, and then we then we uh, interviewed Charles Lee, Milwaukee Bucks. So our associate head coach, and then James Baragool, uh former Charlotte Hornets head coach. But just looking at the odds right now, uh, they swayed in the direction of Monty Williams at plus three fifty. Nick Nurse I think dropped from plus three fifty to plus. 400, and he's in second there. But my favorite coach on this list, and I'm going to be hoping for, Sam Cassell, plus 2,000.
1: Let's go. Let's get him. So you tell me Sam Cassell. I think that he is like a game changer, and maybe this is not even like a real like opportunity. I have not heard Sam Cassell link to the Bucks plus 2,000. Bring him in and, like, start winning championships. I don't think we ever lose again if we bring in Sam Cassell as the head coach. I mean, Um, it kind of is, like,
0: that. I wonder how he is on the bench. I don't know where he's been coaching to be up for this opportunity. Um, I mean, it's saying it's a 4.8% chance that he would get the job. Whereas Monty Williams is at twenty two percent, Nick Nurse is at twenty percent. Um, Doc Rivers jumped up the list. I don't know why you would try to run it back with. With, I like Doc Rivers, but I don't know him.
1: I want a new temperament. If we're gonna change our coach, I want a new temperament. I want so it new. would be a new temperament. I think Bud holds guys accountable, makes them play defense. I don't think doc does that right like that's the whole thing is that Embiid and Harden ran the show over there yeah
0: and I I don't know that
1: that's good right so I do think that Giannis is like super good like self-driven player but I don't know that everybody else on that team is I have no idea I would assume like a guy like Portis is but if you don't have a guy riding your ass, like sometimes you don't work as hard. Like that's just the way things go. Well, so I'd be in,
0: interested to gonna, see that. You're not gonna love this news then,
1: uh, because
0: Sam Cassell is the assistant coach for the Philadelphia 76ers.
1: So, but if he doesn't have any like if he doesn't have no teeth, it don't fucking matter. I don't like that he's a 76er. Like we should have had him on our bench from the day he retired. As soon as he that motherfucker retired, we should have brought that guy in. Like,
0: yeah, looking at his career. Yeah, I mean, I remember him like specifically as like a buck. And then I remember him more for like the Clippers, but he had a two year stint with the Timberwolves before he went to the Clippers. But whatever, I'm not gonna get
1: too far
0: down with Sam Cassell. Uh, rabbit I think,
1: but that, I think Sam a, Cassell is a guy who changes teams when he was playing, right? So when he was playing, this is the thing I remember. So, like, he comes into the Rockets. He's a starter for the Rockets. They win two championships. He comes to the Bucks; He changes what the Bucks are, right? Allows them to be, like, really good. Not that they won any championships, but allows them to be really good. There's other players on the team that help out too, but I think he's a guy that changes the culture in a locker.
0: Yeah. No, I mean he has three NBA championships. I did not realize he was on those Rockets teams that won the NBA championship. So, what's the other one he won? Boston Celtics. He was so he followed Ray Ray to uh, Boston eventually and got a ring. I don't remember i don't remember that at all i don't think that he uh, spent one minute on the court well yeah Yeah. but i I mean i think that's like the coaching aspect of it but then he was a assistant for the washington wizards from 2009 to 2014. uh then he was assistant for the clippers from 2014 to 2020. and then he's been with philadelphia since 2020 until now as an assistant as well but i uh, i definitely think the name sam cassell and the reaction that we just got from looking at this is the only reason why he's like yeah because because the books are just like let's let's just throw like i don't know like a a random name like i'm sure if um they were like uh, larry oh god Larry Sanders is a is a coach now. Like his his name would skyrocket up the up. The so like a Ben thing. Baker,
1: a Tim Thomas, uh,
0: Glenn yeah. Robinson. I think someone that's remembered is a buck. So basically, they're getting free money because dumbasses like me is like, hey, let's put a hundred on this, and then we'll. Be happy yeah. if it
1: turns into two thousand. Don't put money on who the coach is gonna be. Like, I don't know that that's a great idea, but no. I I, I would be mean... excited if Sam Cassell was the coach. The other thing I want is I don't think I you wrote Charles Lee, Milwaukee Bucks assist associate co- head coach. Yeah, fuck that. If you're not like changing the team with Boonholder, don't fucking offer that guy. I don't like former head coaches. If you couldn't make a team win. You don't deserve to have another head coaching job.
0: Yeah, right. but but like you said, it seems to be a league of like recycled head coaches. Like we have. Well, they're talking about uh, my,
1: whatever his name is, from the Suns, and Doc my Rivers. One. Yeah. So I don't like those ideas. Like I think that uh, the Suns have as much talent as the Bucks ever had. Yeah. So if you couldn't win with them.
0: Yeah, but it – like, so when I first saw this article and we're like, oh, I was like, we're bringing in these three guys, the guys that I mentioned, Kenny Atkinson, Charles Lee, and uh, James Bear, or Um uh, I thought that meant they had, like, a good shot. But then, like, just paying attention, the little bit I've been paying attention over the past, like, two days, they're, like, bringing everybody in. Like, it's – yeah. There's like 10 people who came in to interview. And I was like, oh damn. They're they're going thorough uh with this search. But that's all I got on Bucks News right now. Uh we'll get into a little NBA news with hot in the streets uh to close it out. But right now and now we will start driving fast and turning left with Mike and his best southern accent.
1: Oh, geez, in my best Southern accent, you know, you're killing me. Uh, let's see here. All right, so Martin Truex Jr. had a, nope, can't do it, had a stinker at Darlington. And he, like, so Pat wrote that it's a stinker, right? That it's not good. There's, I don't there's, agree with that. There's more. There's more. You didn't read it all. No, no I get that. But he led for 145 laps or something dumb. Yep, it's in there. It's all in there. No, It's not 145. It wasn't that many. Might have been more. I don't remember. It was 145. Anyway, this is all facts. He finished 31st. He got in some type of wreck, right? Stanker. But, don't get in, I don't, don't get in a wreck. Just drive Will fast, Byron turn left. Yeah, if you're always out front, I don't really understand how you get in an accident. Yeah. Right? If you just win all the time, you'll never get My in suit. any accidents
0: running into cars because you're
1: passing them so many times. Yeah, if you pass somebody that's like you're lapping, maybe you could get in a wreck, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. That might have been what happened. Right. Yeah, it's a good possibility. Um, Will Byron ended up taking the checkers here. Martin Truex Jr. got 17 points. That's probably pretty good. I have no idea how the points work. I've tried to look it up at least three (laughs) or four times, and I still have – really no clue and then there's some weird rules in there because one guy was just really like good almost like martin truex jr last year where he didn't win but he just finished high all the time i think it was matt kenseth also a wisconsin guy if you still racing, we'd probably be on on his side i think maybe not yeah who knows that could have i don't know one. anything about him he was from like Casanova, or something like that. I don't even know where that is. uh So it's in the Weston School District. Oh, right there. Casanova is the town, and I don't think Weston is an actual town, but I'm not positive. Doesn't gotcha. matter. Will Byron wins. um He's got three checkered flags on the year, and he can keep gobbling them up as much as he wants right now. But during the chase, MTJ is going to take home at least five of those. So Should easily win the championship. Currently, Martin is sitting in sixth place and ready to just dominate the chase in 10 weeks. I don't know when it starts.
0: And that is driving fast and turning left right there. Now we're going to start putting the ball in the hole with Pat or putting her in the hole with Pat. So this weekend, we have the PGA Championship at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York. So from my creeping on other podcasts, apparently being a big hitter uh, is going to help you out a lot here uh, in this one. But we already do have a day down. Usually when we do uh, golf major stuff, we get our uh, golf expert, Mark, in. Uh, he was busy, so we didn't. Didn't feel the need to record beforehand, but as it sits right now, a man named Eric Cole is minus five, which is weird because he's only played through 14. So I should have done a little bit more research on this, but the leader, he got has, rained out. Must oh, Okay. At the end there okay there's a few i thought the weather held off for these guys actually i think it got too dark i think it rained early and then they probably called it because i I was thinking that today when i was watching so i watch about i don't know an hour and a half two hours of it and there was guys like teeing off at like four o'clock and i was like this seems crazy that that they're teeing off at four o'clock because usually i want to say like you got everybody out the gate by at least two um But there were still, like, big names coming off. Because I know Phil came out late. But he he did, he finished. Um, well, no, he didn't finish either. He only got through 16. Okay, so, yeah, makes a lot more sense right now. So, leader in the clubhouse is Bryson DeChambeau uh, at minus four after finishing all 18. But this Eric Cole um, is sitting in pretty good shape. Uh, If he can finish strong, uh, he could have a couple more on him. But it does look like uh, weather is going to be coming into play. I was going to do a full weather report, but then I kind of forgot that we were doing this on this one. But long story short, Mike, who do you
1: got this weekend? Well, so if you're going to tell me, like, it's going to be big hitters, I would probably go with, like, a ROM right rip Kepka. oh man you, are,
0: you have a it, day in and you didn't even see that rom just completely
1: the bed and he's, he's coming six. back no big deal now me personally i like scheffler i like the idea of scheffler winning majors pretty consistently and then i also like rory quite a bit so i'll take both those guys
0: okay so I, yeah from what i was watching rory was having a little bit of a tough time can't really find them in here. Uh so I will say, so I was out on Tuesday night hanging out with some some college kids, and I told them I thought it was gonna be Cam Cam Smith's tournament or Adam Scott, but I got a hot tip on Adam Scott. I was going with an Australian guy this weekend. So Adam Scott is tied for six at minus two. And then there's a Ryan Fox from Australia that's at minus two as well. So I why was,
1: Australia?
0: I don't know. Like I have always liked Adam Scott because in the video game, like the, the Tiger Woods ones, he was just like a nice, like average guy to pick that could hit the ball really far. So that was another reason, is You know, a big hitter there, I assume. Um, but yeah, I would have pulled, I don't think I would have pulled that one out of thin air by myself. So there was some um things that I was hearing about Adam Scott. But okay. Yeah, Scotty Chapler looks like he could win it. Bryson DeChambeau. Um, who knows? Like maybe he could hold on for once in his life, but Obviously, a huge hitter there, yeah. which proved to be right about what people were saying. To me, it seems like everybody on the PJ tour now is a pretty damn big hitter. So,
1: yeah, I think, like, compared to the average person, for sure. Oh,
0: right, yeah, they all hit longer than we do. But I wonder, like, where it draws the line. It's like, oh, this guy can only drive 320, where these guys can hit. 350, 360. Like, I know right off the bat, it's like a, it's, it's a drivable par four. Um, it doesn't seem like many guys are getting it quite up there, but they're ending up just with like a pitch yeah. and then, then hopefully a putt. But, but yeah, that's, that's what I got for putter her in the hole with Pat. I don't think, I don't think it would be fair to do a draft and we, we have an action packed episode here. Uh, so we're not we're not going to do a draft and a bet on this one. Nope. I can't remember what what we did for the last bet. I don't know. I, I still got to run. I think. Yeah, I got to run a 10k and chug a beer out of my shoes still, and smoke some cigarettes. It's still coming. I promise, it's coming. Um, yeah, we're not so great on like bet follow through. <laughs> no, you got to right eat. You you got to eat
1: a bunch of. Oh yeah, I gotta eat like twelve tacos, right? Yeah. So next, anyway, that was supposed to be this week when Mark Kim's on. Yeah, it'll be the next time Mark comes on. No big deal. Yeah, Mike's Mike's gonna twelve pack.
0: Um, other than that, we are gonna go down to hot in the streets, and the first thing that's hot in the streets that's actually cooled off a little bit and probably been beat to death, but John Morant playing with a gun on Instagram Live. Um, thoughts, thoughts and prayers,
1: Mike, what do you got? I mean, he is a young athlete that I shouldn't say an athlete. He's a young man, right? Who's making mistakes in his life. Um, you hope that a guy who gets paid boatloads of money to play basketball isn't going to do that, but we see guys that get paid boatloads of money to play football or to play baseball. They all do it. Right. So they wash out. They don't make it because of really their mindset. Yeah. Right. And his mindset. So now he's like the, I I don't know. He's like a top three pick in the NBA draft. And so he's going to get a lot of opportunities because of how good he is at basketball. However, his mindset and his like mistakes are mental, right? So, choosing to show a gun on Instagram Live, even if it's in a safe way and like isn't like an issue, it's already be- been an issue for him. And now he's going to lose money over this, right? So, I think that he can't get a max contract in the NBA because he wasn't on the all NBA team for second or third team. And that is not due to his playing ability, but to the fact that like people were like, well, he's an idiot, so we're not going to give him this. Yeah. And so now he can't get a max contract. It's going to cost him money here. Right. And if you make these mistakes consistently, whether you can play basketball or not, eventually they're going to wash their hands of you and be done. that's the sad part is that he is exceptionally good at basketball but he's making a lot of poor decisions as a human right and it doesn't matter if he's doing things that are illegal or not illegal if it's costing him money it's a poor decision down the line right and so that's the part that like gets me is like i assume that he's relatively intelligent and still is not making good decisions and so that's hard for me to wrap my head around i i work with guys that i can see are intelligent and fuck up all the time and that's what i think he's doing and i don't i can't like pinpoint why that is but that's the way it appears to me
0: yeah it's interesting to me and i know it's like different Coming from different places, different cultures. I think we looked it up. He's from like South Carolina, somewhere. Yep. I, I don't yes. know ex- exactly where he's from, but like from my personal experience, I've never needed to have a gun on me. So I like I don't fully understand the point of like showing people that yeah. you have a gun on you. Because I think it almost makes it like you more of a target to show people that you have a gun on you then not. I I mean, I don't know why exactly that would be, but they would be like, well, he likes to play with guns. You know, now he's in in the game
1: playing with guns. Right. And so, like, I mean, honestly, I worked at a, like, a shooting range. And if you want to play with guns, there's a super safe way to do that. Yeah. No. Right? Yeah, and so, yeah. like, and I'm at, like, technically, I think, a licensed uh, or a certified NRA pistol instructor. Right. So, I took that six years ago. Haven't touched a pistol since probably 2015. However, like, there's ways you can do this stuff and not, like, create. Yeah. I don't think that's the fun of it. Like, I think it is more like the fun of having I mean, so shooting firearms is awesome. It really is. I mean, I would imagine that you enjoy that as well.
0: I enjoy it as long as I don't have to, like, get scored on hitting a target. Like.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Right.
0: (laughs) I suck at shooting. Uh, Yeah. So
1: handguns, not
0: so so bad. But when I have to do, like, the M4 stuff, it stresses me out a lot because
1: right and i'm also not like the greatest shot in the world like i'm not gonna pretend anything like that but uh like there's ways you can use it but i think it's like you're trying to create some credibility in a culture and that's why you're carrying the gun yeah but then like Like, for him that's costing him money to do that to create that credibility in a culture that I assume sports is trying to get you out of, right? Like you're trying to remove yourself from like those neighborhoods a lot of the times. And that's why you're like so good at that sport and why you've dedicated so much of your life to that sport is because that's your way out to a lot of extent. Yeah, But Uh, that culture still pulls you back in. So I'm not saying that he's making all of these decisions, right? Like, I mean, he's young. His brain is probably not fully developed. I don't know exactly how old he is, but it's probably under 25. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I would imagine so. I mean, right. And so I would have 23,
0: 24.
1: So, yeah. Right. And his brain is probably just like not quite to the point where like you're making every decision absolutely out of logic right and i know 50 year old men who can't do that there's probably times in my life where i can't make a logical decision and it's more an emotional decision and that's where he's at he's just running into that and then he's filming it if he would just not film any of the shit like we have no idea maybe michael jordan was pulling guns on fucking everybody in the goddamn world right like that's all possible, right? And it never came out because of the the time that he was in yeah. the NBA. I don't think that that's the case. Probably not. But it it is possible. And there's probably a guy that was in the NBA during that time that was doing that shit. And it just never came out because he was talented enough that it got covered up. And so yeah. now... This guy is putting his, like, he's the one that's filming it, which is the crazy part to me. And putting it on Instagram and, like, posting and saying, hey, please take my money away. And that's yeah. the part that I don't really understand.
0: Yeah, it just seems mind-numbingly dumb to me. But I, I think everyone had their had their fun with that one. He's, he's giving people too much shit to talk about, which
1: just seems...
0: Just, like, why? But that that's my opinion
1: on it. So I would be fine with him. Like, you do whatever you want with a gun, right? As long as you're not, like, putting people in real danger, just don't film it. Like, do what you want to do. Don't put other people in danger.
0: Yeah, and the filming of stuff nowadays is, yeah, it's, I don't
1: yeah, it's know. It's a piece it, it of it little, was... like, clout that you get from it, the, like, status you get from it
0: yeah it just seems seems crazy to me but like I said I'm not from where he's from I don't know Correct. what's completely going on but we'll get to the NBA conference championship do you know what's going on right now I had the game on but
1: um I uh, I do not I will have it here in a minute if you keep kind of yeah so uh, we'll, we'll
0: go with the first one so Celtics Miami well, I guess so. not the first one, but Miami beat the Celtics. Uh, Jimmy Butler goes off for 35 points. We're not going to hit these too hard, but Butler has a hell of a game. Looks like it's going to be a hell of a series there because uh, Tatum and Brown both stepped up and, and I don't know, Butler just willed them to a victory. 35 points in the craziest stat that I seen that Butler had that I thought was six steals. And the big takeaway I got from this one is it just really does seem like Butler is the closest guy in the league to playing like how Kobe and how Michael Jordan played. Just like. Yep. He seems like the guy that wants to lose. Less than everybody else, or wants to win more. I guess that's a better way to put it. Wants to win more than everybody else, and is just
1: willing to do. So that's whatever. an interesting question to me. Do you think Jordan was driven by winning or losing?
0: Yeah, we did the character
1: the stick last episode. Yep. I, I think I think he was driven by winning. Um, that like the prizes for him were the big deal
0: yeah i i think so because i don't think you can be that successful i think that's that's like a limiting mindset if if you're doing stuff just because you don't want bad things to happen to you like he was doing like our uh our quote at the beginning of the episode uh he was he was putting the work before the success to get the success that he had so i think it's pretty easy Is He was definitely more driven by winning than losing. But I think if you love winning, you hate losing. So, like, there's – I guess it could be the same
1: amount. Okay. Yeah. I think that you're right. It could be both. Yeah, I think you're right. That people who don't want to lose probably almost never win at all. Yeah. Right? Like, I think that's probably rare. Whatever you're doing, like if you're doing podcasts, like if you don't want to lose, you're playing it safe. You're not saying the shit that like, and we're probably those guys that don't want to (laughs) lose, right, in a podcast. Uh, but Yeah, we're holding on for dear life. We're we're holding on for dear life. We don't want to be the guys that fail at this, but we also might not be willing to say all the shit that would get us actual success.
0: Yeah, no, I, we're definitely regulated in in some of the things that we say, but I think profession in uh
1: like for both of us,
0: really yeah, is is a limiting factor in yep. not wanting to be like too too confrontational or too controversial with anything. And then on top of it, I just don't think we're very controversial people in general with. Yeah. Like
1: crazy drastic opinions, one way or the other. I would agree with that. Like, I have a couple on like steroids and shit, but other than that, I'm yeah,
0: fairly level headed people. But I pulled it up here. So, the Nuggets beat the Lakers to go up yeah. two games to none on them. They beat them 108 to 103 tonight. Uh, in the first game, though, it just seemed like a video game stat numbers that Jokic put up put up 34 points 20 rebounds and 14 assists i was trying to do the research like we were talking about um in in like if i could just google something but i couldn't look up like all the triple doubles that happened in the playoffs but that has to be like aggressively high on like the amount of points, amount of rebounds, amount of assists. Cause it usually seems like when someone gets a triple double, you know, at least one of the areas they're just like 10, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, or 11 maybe is a big one, but just cleaned up the glass. I want to say he had like seven offensive rebounds. It might've been six, but like even on the offensive glass, like just crush it. The whole team runs through him. Um, Pretty pretty crazy uh day. And in that game, uh Denver whooped uh the Lakers ass like at the beginning of the game, but the Lakers came back and it made it a good game, which I was gonna declare before this game one final that we're gonna have a good series. I still think it will be a good series when they go back to to LA.
1: Yeah, so i'm pretty heavily a lebron apologist right so i enjoy lebron quite a bit so i'm hoping that he does well i wouldn't hate it if the nuggets won it i would assume that that's their first ever championship in the nba i'd be fine with that
0: yeah it out of like all the big hitters in it so it would be butler's first it would be tatum's first it would be jokic's first i know what you're saying like the the organization of the Nuggets probably yeah. doesn't have uh a championship. And they're the only ones in there, if that's even true. I, I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm not fact checking on this one, but I'm like I, 95% I, uh, on that. Yeah. So, so yeah. And and when I was watching the game today, I haven't been watching much of the shit on the West, but I was like, I, I kind of like the Nuggets, like j- just the way they were playing. Um, yeah, but I, I'm in the same boat with you. I think LeBron gets shit on a little bit too much, and I think it will be funny. And I, I think I I like the controversy of LeBron James winning another one, just to see like how people are going to try to discredit it. Oh one yeah, that's interesting. So right? that because they will try, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be like, "Oh, Anthony Davis had to score 40 points every game and they still still lost some of the games he scored 40." But uh, right. qu- quick box score stat. I want to see if uh Jokic Yo, put up another triple-double tonight. So yeah, he had he had 17 rebounds tonight, 12 assists and 23 points. So Jesus.
1: He's just, <laughs> he's just an absolute monster. Right. Uh And I don't know, like, they must have another player, Murray. Murray, yeah. Yeah, is there other guy? But, like, it does not feel significant. Uh, And I was just going to say, I think the only team I don't want to see win here is the Celtics. And I feel like I should hate the Lakers and I should hate Miami. But I don't. I mean, like, it just is. I don't hate them. I I should hate, hate them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I hate the Lakers in the sense of, like, what they were. But like I said, I do enjoy LeBron James. And I I think the reason why I wouldn't mind the Lakers winning is because I know so many people that would be so angry that the Lakers and LeBron James won the title. And that would just give me joy in, like, a sick way. So, you,
1: lo- you love when people are fucking disappointed in what happened in life. Yeah. I love that shit.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sick when it comes to having people fail. Um, <laughs> when they're very confident about,
1: about like something. a, so, like a touchback in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That was the highlight of my
0: whole football season, uh, the other year. All right. Well, let's get to closing this one out. So if you hung around with us this long, this is, Usually what we do at the beginning of the show, but we're going to see how Mike's week has gone with during his over, the best thing that happened and his under, the worst thing
1: that happened. Of the yeah. Week. So I'm going to get into my under. So Monday at a like, like this is the end of my day, like 3.30. So between 3.30 and 4, I'm getting a supervised release bag ready for two patients so i got to get plants for them right so they get a we give them a house plant to go out with we give them a bunch of other shit too but we're giving them a house plant to go out with so they like have something to like take care of right so i go out there um apparently like so this is not something that i notice there's a sign on the door nobody's allowed in there until 2:30 a.m. right 2:30 so 30 is, in the morning Yep, this is 3.30 in the afternoon. 2 30 in the morning. I think it's like a 12-hour time frame that like no one can go in there for. Okay, whatever. Don't even notice that this sign is up. Right? There's a somebody put a sign right in the window of the door. I go, I unlock it. I walk in, fucking go back, grab my plants, walk out. Not in there too long, maybe like 30 seconds. Right? I know right where I'm going. I grab my shit. I fucking get out they had just sprayed insecticide in there so it was like at 230 so it probably wasn't great for me now the windows and everything were open in there but like it probably wasn't like the most healthy thing i've ever done in my life oh you should and have been in there that, it up. so like i guess there's like a real possibility that if i like do that right where i'm like trying to get like high off, like I noticed there's a smell, and I'm like, "Oh, look at this!" You know, I can get just a little like high up. I probably could like have had some real medical problems if I'm like stay in there for 15 minutes or something like that. Yeah, I wonder how how bad that shit really is. But I'm I'm sure it's probably it's not bad. great for me, right? I yeah. feel okay. Like there was no, I didn't have any like side effects or any like fucking weird shit happened. Yeah, I'm so sure 30 seconds isn't bad. I mean, it's probably not good either, but like, you're fine. You'll be fine. Like the, the therapist that the vocation, uh, she's not a uh, horticultural therapist. I think is what she's hired as she like, kind of like gives me a fucking hard time. Like you're a fucking moron. Then my boss, the next day when I write my IR that I walked through this fucking thing, she kind of like, she doesn't give me too hard a time. Just like. But I could tell she was thinking like, you're a fucking idiot, right? And she should. Like, I understand this.
0: You you need more than a sign on that door, though. Like, nobody reads that
1: shit. And and like, my attitude towards most signs inside of our facility is that they don't apply to me. They apply to patients, right? Okay. Yeah, I guess that would. Right. So everything that's written down (laughs) doesn't really apply to me. That applies to the patients. Yeah. And And so like and like no email had gone out. Maybe if like an email had gone out, I might have seen it. It's possible, right? Like, like, hey, we're spraying for shit inside the greenhouse. Everybody stay out of the greenhouse. And you just do it at like two o'clock, right? Or you send that out at noon when everybody's at their fucking desk because it's lunchtime. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe they didn't know it was gonna come. Maybe the guy showed up and then they fucking were like, All right, yeah, go spray, whatever but I walked through there
0: felt really dumb. The most interesting part to me is you guys just give them. So he's,
1: he's going out in the world and you guys just give him a plan to take care of. So yeah, I give give guys like a bunch of shit. So they're locked in their house though, for the first year without, so they can't leave their house unless someone comes to get them. Okay. Right. So there's a company that will go take them grocery shopping like, out to, like, fucking, like, hobby stores, Walmarts, that kind of shit. Gotcha. And other than, and, like, we'll drive, pick them up, drive them to, like, their treatments and stuff like that. Doctor's appointments, anything along those lines. They can't leave their house without a monitor for.
0: Yeah, I always semi aware of that. I, I just think it's interesting. Like, oh, okay, watch this plant grow for a year.
1: So we give them a plant, give them like Sudoku books, coloring books, um, puzzles, dice, cards, just like things they can do. That's what lick Leisure does. We give them things.
0: All kinds of things. Candy. You're just giving them all kinds of things to lure kids in. <laughs> no, no <laughs> kid
1: stuff. We don't give them like, I give them like a fitness DVD. I don't know. So we give them like... The small bag full of shit. No, it like,
0: may it makes sense. I would definitely. They have to have TV something though. to do. Can right? they have? They TV? Don't have
1: work. What? They can have TV over the air until they get a job. So they have to pay for like cable. Okay. Right. So like, yeah. For me, currently, like healthcare stuff is what I struggle with. Right. That's the part that bothers me. Is they get like all the free health care that they want. Yeah. And then so like obviously everybody that is gonna listen to this podcast understands that I lost my sister a few weeks ago who had to pay for her own. I have to pay for my own. You not don't necessarily have to pay for your own, right? Because you're in the military. I so mean you get very, very good health care. Yeah. No, I think that's fair to say, yeah. Or I mean, so like you guys
0: don't yeah, probably very like, much.
1: Yeah. And you guys get almost everything covered, correct? I'm not going to say it's 100% across the board, but.
0: I don't go to the doctor enough to know. But yeah, like when I've had
1: run-ins with things, like I was like, oh, damn,
0: that's nice.
1: So, yeah. 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 Good, and good. so the military gets a really good, but they're serving our country and doing everything that most of us civilians don't want to do. So I get that but the other people who get basically anything that they want for nothing are inmates. Cost of yeah. Money. And that's really hard for me to wrap my head around. Like I have a really tough time with that portion of it. Yeah. I have like,
0: I feel like it gets like too controversial and I don't do enough research on stuff, but I just don't get how like global healthcare isn't, a good idea like it seems to work everywhere it goes like to a certain point i guess i don't research canada enough but i know tax season in canada like people complain about getting kicked in the nuts by taxes but i mean like when it comes to medical stuff in canada it seems like they're pretty happy about everybody being covered
1: yeah and you're right like i don't dig into it enough it bothers me that we cover inmates like without issue yeah right and so i say inmates and that's the prison system and i don't work with inmates i work with patients which is a different thing like you're civilly committed but it's just something yeah. that's tough for me and after i take a piss i'm gonna get into my work. all right so you know got dumped with pesticides and then like I think we fell off on a little bit of a trail of uh, what, what, things that bother me about my work, right? <laughs> I guess it's where it comes down to. And then so things that I like about my work is I just got to do some training on Wednesday for my crisis negotiation team, which I find to be like really cool. I guess the downfall of this team is that I'll be able to train like. I'll be able to train quite a bit, but I don't know if I'll ever use any of the skills that I acquire. One so day. So Pat tried to, what's that? I said one day you will. I don't know. So like if I stay in the system that I'm in, the real opportunity to use those skills, is pretty much nothing. If I go into like a relatively large city, like policing, I might be able to use that, but I don't know. I have no real desire to be a officer. Yeah. Right. And then work my way into their team and then, uh, do those things. Right. And so by the time I even do that, I'm probably pretty late in my career. I mean, I like the idea of what's going on there and having the opportunity to do it. But in all reality, I hope that I'm not going to be able to be in a crisis where i have to talk somebody out of like fucking killing somebody else that'd be pretty yeah, epic no. or yeah, killing themselves rough day tough job right there. and so um uh, but i did get to attend my first training there like went down to madison like listened to a guy that's worked in the chicago area for a long time and then we listened to a scenario that happened in the Madison police department and it was pretty cool. Like I enjoyed it quite a bit. They gave me a lot of like resources to like dig into, uh, had the opportunity to dig into a guy that forget what he like says his stuff is. But, um, I think his book is like irrational behavior or something like that. Um, and like his examples that I saw on YouTube. uh, So I had a little bit of extra time today. So I was digging into some of these things that they told me to look into. And his example on YouTube was uh, some website is giving away like selling like their content, right? So it's access to the website is $59 or $60 or something like that. And then access to the print stuff is $125 access to the website and print is $125 too, right? So $125 for the website and print or $125 for print, $60 for the website. Uh like 90% of the people took uh the print and website for $125. Right if you have all three choices. Yeah. yeah. And then if you only have the website, the just the website or just the uh, print, so $60 for the website or, no, it wasn't even that. It was $60 for just the website or print and website for $125. Like 70% took just the website. But with adding that third one that you don't like, Right. It bumped that one to nine uh, for some reason. Like, so, it like, completely flipped on its head just by adding the one that you don't like. And so, yeah. basically, he was getting into that. Like, we don't actually make decisions. Right. The system makes decisions for us. And if you give too many, like, too many options is one thing, or like you make something look okay. So you list it at, Twenty three ninety nine, right instead of 24 right like people or you offer a sale people's brain kind of like breaks and they don't understand like how to deal with that situation
0: yeah i'm a victim of that shit all the time i'm sure i'm like the biggest sucker like i see like oh. when wendy's commercial and i'm like oh i'm getting a
1: five dollar biggie box tomorrow yep yeah. and so <laughs> um What this guy is saying is that everyone's a victim of this, right? So that even people that are highly educated and know what they should do are, um, victims of the same thing. Uh, so they brought in like a hundred doctors or I don't remember the exact number. And they said, like, we've tried everything for this guy. And it's like a, just a scenario. So this isn't a real patient. We've tried everything for this guy. We're going to send him to hip replacement surgery, right? Going to replace his hip. And then they say, oh, but hold on. The next day they send, actually, we haven't tried ibuprofen. Do you want to like try ibuprofen? And like some really high percentage of the doctors were like, pull him back. We'll try ibuprofen first and then we'll send him to hip. Surgery if that doesn't work, right? And then they said, so we haven't tried these two drugs, ibuprofen and I don't know, aspirin, whatever it was. It wasn't that, right? It was some yeah. different one, but I don't remember the night name of the like pain relief drug, or even if it was that. Or he can go to hip surgery. And like 90%, 85% of the doctors sent them. To hip surgery because they didn't want to bring them back and then make a decision which drug they wanted to put them on oh yeah that's which was right like so like, like you just uh, took that's... the easy route and oh, yeah. just sent that eh, just sent them through like neither of those are going to work either way but if it was just ibuprofen they were fine to bring them back but yeah, it was two can... things that they weren't fine to bring back which is like mind-boggling to me like and it definitely wasn't are,
0: ibuprofen because when you refer first saying that I was no like, the, that the, one like of a, them
1: was ibuprofen like, oh really? that's what they actually said like we haven't tried ibuprofen
0: see i would have thought they would have been like yeah just send his ass to
1: surgery because ibuprofen doesn't do shit like i mean that's the way i feel but like there's obviously people who believe in that shit pretty pretty fucking hard i mean it does help but like if
0: it comes to something as like catastrophic is hip surgery does not seem like those like maybe you say like morphine or this like that yeah, that right. would line up that like better.
1: I think or that we do, don't give ibuprofen the respect that it deserves because we can buy it at any time. It's probably true. Yeah. You know like morphine we can't just get morphine or fucking heroin or whatever. So mm, you might find a way. I mean you probably can just get heroin. I just don't know where. Yeah. Um, some people know exactly where to get heroin. That's gonna I be do. one
0: of that's gonna be one of our punishments for the show one day. So you got to go buy a bag of heroin. You don't have to do it, but you just got to figure out how to do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> figure out. So, like, if you're, but like, isn't the like willing to buy it the like the big detriment to doing heroin? Maybe there's death yeah. and like addiction. There's a piece of it too.
0: But we we have we'd be cleared because of this. This conversation right now would save us. Like, yeah, we we obviously
1: weren't gonna do it, right? Yeah, that we no, just wanna... like justifying why I would do it. Um no, I don't know. Like if you bought something online, right? That's something that was used and it had came with like a bag of coke in it or something, would you wouldn't you do the coke? Mm, no, I'd throw it right out. I see, I feel like it would be fate and i feel like you're supposed to do it
0: yeah there's two options there (laughs) i might i might give it a quick sniff and then throw it out. maybe just a gum or something huh see if it see if it smells good if it smells all right then maybe i'd keep it for a while but
1: yeah like i don't know like i feel like i've done a lot of things like my first beer was because (laughs) i think it was fate like you like you were supposed to yeah somebody like gifted me a beer and i was like well this is what you do you Drink this then because someone gifted to, gifted it to you. I like that roll through life. Like I that. was but driving when I did it. it probably not my best plan. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> first beer in my life. Yeah, oh, okay. Dr- going 75 down the fucking interstate, just drinking beer.
0: But, anyways, this doctor's story.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Your doctor's story. Not yeah, so like um, anyway, like. The doctors, even the guys that are highly educated, probably know exactly what they should do, they weren't doing the right things either, right? So irrational behavior, they know what they should do, right? Like we've been trained to do certain things and doctors for sure have been, right? If yeah. a drug can fix this, we won't do surgery. Yeah, you would like to think so that like it right? won't and they didn't to make the to right a point of yeah. laziness. And they wouldn't make the right decision either. It was... um his name is Dan Aureli. He's kind of interesting. He's a professor at Duke or something like that. And Irrational behavior is what he kind of like preaches on those relatively interesting stuff. And then um, other stuff is like negotiation, like actually getting somebody to tell you no, but mean yes, right, is really powerful. That's a Chris Voss thing. So if you can get a guy, if you say Pat, is it ridiculous to ask you to come on my podcast, right? But you get to say, no, it's not ridiculous to say that, right? Like, it's not ridiculous for you to ask me, but you get to say, no, like you're more willing to say no than if I say, will you come on my podcast? Where, if you're going to say yes, you you're not protecting yourself in the same way, people think they're protecting themselves by saying no. Ah, uh, that's how guys got so many blow jobs back in the day. <laughs> think yeah sure that? right like I don't, I don't know but like so this guy's no. like a was an fbi negotiator right and so now he works in the private sector he does like youtube videos and stuff it's but tons like, of bjs yeah just by being like is it ridiculous <laughs> to like ask you for a bj no no it's not ridiculous well, well let's go then right <laughs> yeah all right well i'm asking but he says, like, so he works for this company, and he says that his son, his whole, his son's whole goal is to, like, get upgraded on, um, like, hotel rooms. That he's in a better hotel room than his old man. Right? His old man's the guy who founded the company. And his son says, well, I'm going to get a better hotel room than you every time we go someplace. And, like, uses that type of strategy. Like, I'm going to be a fucking asshole here. That's what he tells the guy. And he's like... I'm going to be the same self-centered, like piece of shit asshole that you get, you know, a hundred times a day. And is there any way you can like upgrade me on the room and then like gets it? Apparently that's his like story. Like, obviously they're trying to sell something, but like, yeah, this guy's done a lot of negotiation stuff. And, uh, you asked me at one point to, uh, talk you off a ledge right yeah and like they do a like a quick scenario that's like 60 you give me a car in 60 seconds or she dies right and so that'd be the scenario i would give you like 60 seconds she dies and then you have to talk me out of killing this person I'm right, like, yeah well shit we tried no so you'd probably be like, like do, don't do it You'd actually ask me like what I actually need. And I say, I'd say like, you got to give me a fucking car, right? I need a fucking car or this person dies. You have 55 seconds. And like, you'd probably say something along the lines of like, how am I supposed to get a car? Right. And I'd be like, well, you drove here. Give me the fucking car. Like, I don't care what car I have. I don't care whose car it is. I don't care what kind of car it is. Give me a fucking car. You have 50 seconds. Yeah, I, I can not right. do it. And so like, and you can watch the same video and like you can, right? Because what I'm actually telling you is I want to leave. Right. Yeah. So I'm telling you, I want to leave, which means I want to survive. And really a car doesn't allow me to survive. Right. Yeah. I get in a car, fucking sniper shoots me anyway. Um, if I get in a car, like they're going to scoop me up, take me to jail anyway. So I want to live like, that's what I'm telling you. And you have to kind of like break that shit down. But I dug into a lot of that stuff today. Had a pretty good, pretty like interesting day yesterday at training. And then today at work, kind of digging into that stuff.
0: Yeah. That'd just be fun stuff to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've been interested. I'm very interested at the moment. So it's, yeah, it's it's beneficial if you can keep it
0: on like the forefront of your mind, like to, use it to your advantage in certain situations hopefully not i can't imagine you abusing it to that, like the hotel thing to me seems like such not a an no. abuse
1: right so like if they can't offer it to me they just won't right like so if there's a presidential suite so we go to some big city like a milwaukee or a chicago and i'm in at the super nice hotel and there's a pre- presidential suite right they probably know whether the president's coming that day or not yeah a really good idea right and i say like i use those tactics to get that suite right if the president's coming there's no way i get it none at all yeah but like does it hurt anything to take that suite for nothing probably not yeah if the president isn't coming no it doesn't like that room is empty or it's with me in it it does not matter
0: yeah my issue with that comes with being an asshole to get something your way like i think those people should get just slapped across the face like like at a restaurant if you try to get your meal for free by being an asshole and you'd be like no don't worry it works like i have like negotiating tactics to to get this done like she won't give it to me at first but we'll get some free breadsticks and then when we get the free breadsticks we're going to say those suck too so we want our whole
1: meal like you know what i'm saying like yeah and uh, like you, so there's probably it's not system. the that's not the vibe i get from this guy right like yeah right like that i'm trying to get something for free that's not the vibe i get now it could be because this guy who is an fbi interrogator or a negotiator, not an interrogator has told people who are 100% evil and that he believes is 100% evil that like he empathizes with them and they're doing the right thing. 100% he's done that. Otherwise you don't get through to these people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You got right. So he is, he has well, compromised people. like his empathy piece. To make sure other people get out of like life and death situations, and now he's using it in a business sense. Yeah, to
0: steal uh,
1: hotel rooms. Steal hotel rooms. Yep. So that's what I'm gonna work on. Is just uh, stealing hotel. Rooms. <laughs> so, and to be fair, I might actually try to use it at a, on occasion, right? Like, I don't know if I feel like it's stealing hotel rooms, like you're saying. Like I get no, like that kind I... of a joke but I might use it just to like practice. Yeah.
0: No, I I think it. it. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it's fine. If you're not like making the other person's day worse because you're doing it. Like if, if you're making them, you're putting them in a stressful situation to get the, the uh, result that you want out of it. I think you're a dickhead. Like that's, that's right. where I would put it and I don't I'm not saying that this guy's he's probably like hey well, he might know, be like, I have no idea I had to
1: watch YouTube videos right yeah. so he could easily be just a complete fucking asshole
0: yeah all right well we'll i let you meet. get into
1: your stuff how did your week go
0: I, I had a great week so I'll start with my under I'm gonna be quick on this stuff but anyways long story short ended up getting a parking ticket Because I went downtown Tallahassee, decided to drink a little bit more than I expected. So I thought I'd do the responsible thing, like do the whole little app thing on my phone, pay for parking, but only let me pay for 12 hours. And this was at 7 o'clock. So that meant I needed to be back to my car at 7 o'clock in the morning, which I knew was a stretch. So I was like, why isn't it not letting me do 24 hours of parking? And sure enough, get drunk. And then kind of forget, but like kind of have it on the back of my mind that I'm like, well, I'm going to come back and get my car tomorrow. And I had planned to like run down there just because I'm like, I got to punish myself for drinking too much and getting this out. And I'm like, Okay, well, I pay for the 12 hours. Maybe it's like a show of good faith. And what I should have done is like right when I woke up, just pay for another 12 hours in the same spot. It was like three bucks for 12 hours. So it would have cost me six bucks for 24 hours. Go on my long ass run journey six miles across Tallahassee. And I get to my car and there's a $30 parking ticket on there. Which just pissed me off. Cause, like I said, it was like set up so I couldn't leave it overnight. And right. the parking ticket was basically written, I want to say it was 30 minutes after my parking went expired. So it yeah, was like.
1: I think they probably have like a pretty good idea of when those things expire.
0: Yeah. I just think it's a dick move. But pissed me off. And then, like I said, I ran down there and I put my credit card in my little running pocket, but I did get, there was a area where it was like kind of confusing. And I was like, I don't know what's the best way to go right now. So I got to kind of like pull out my phone and look. And I think when I did that, I lost my credit card. So that was wrong, but that's all. Awesome. Yeah.
1: No. So losing your credit card would always be challenging. And then getting a parking ticket for sure is frustrating, right? Um, could you have paid online for for more time?
0: I think so. So that's that's where I said I messed up is probably, so I paid for the parking right when I got there and it yep. was 7, 7, 15, 7.30, whatever. So I paid for 12 hours. So I knew it was gonna expire at 7.30. So in my mind, I was like, I gotta wake up at 7 30 to just pay for an extra uh you know, whatever, however many hours. Whatever yeah, hours, three
1: hours, four hours
0: to get down there. But I probably could have once I left just reloaded time on there. I don't know exactly how it would work. Anyways, I felt yeah. like they were encouraging people to drive drunk. Um which I damn well respect. I
1: mean, so like from now on, just do it to it, man. Yeah, don't like, drink and drive. Yeah, yeah, get a ten thousand
0: dollar ticket instead of a thirty, thirty dollar yeah. parking ticket. Right. But yeah, that's all I got. And then other than that, my week was and it was a great time that night. So maybe it was worth the thirty dollars. So I had fun um hanging out with with some the young crowd it was a, it was actually a guy from my unit goes to florida state and it, it was crazy to me all the different lingo they they had that i was like damn maybe maybe we are getting old because i'm 100% gonna are. i'm gonna get a list and usually like context of things can like help me figure it out but man they they go past context with some of those like so this is this was a big one i learned so if i was like that's that's zesty
1: i would well, assume that that's like spicy or good it, that's there that's gay nowadays well okay
0: <laughs> yes you they're still like they're like oh that guy's talking to that guy like
1: yeah i, I don't
0: know like that that's a bad one that was a bad example that,
1: um, no, I th- no. That's fine. Like I would have assumed that zesty is like, like a good thing. Like, maybe yeah, like a little know. hot or like that's good or something like that, right? So like, like yeah.
0: But a hot little, seems
1: like a weird word for it. But like, put a little hot sauce on it.
0: Yeah, like that's like a I nice pass. Zestiest. Like is a zesty pass.
1: Yeah, so. that's the one you learned though. Is a, like <laughs> don't say zesty. Like that's not okay.
0: Yeah. Pretty much that and yeah, then there there was just a couple of. Hours, but so did so did Gabby go with you? No, no. She she stuck around home.
1: So took care uh, of the pups, huh?
0: Yeah. Was out on my own. But yeah, decent time there. And then the over of the week, uh, we went up to Asheville, North Carolina. Never been there before, uh, to see a friend. It was just a great town, tons of breweries. I don't even know if you can get like a Bud Light or a Miller Light or anything in that town. Because everywhere you go, at least everywhere we went, like only had craft beers on tap or were breweries that had their own beer, which obviously that is craft beer. But like even the restaurants like would have craft beers from different oh, nice. breweries in
1: town. So she's a pretty cool city. So. so is that a city that you would go back to if your buddy isn't there
0: yeah i think at like some point maybe not no maybe that's a good call um i did love it like all the breweries and and stuff like that but i think with my mind is like oh i've been there done that like now i'm gonna go on to like that won't be like my final destination
1: spot okay so Maybe that's not the question I'm asking. So, if you know it's cool like that, your buddy does not live there. Do you ever go? One time, yeah, yeah. I okay. think I would hit. So I'm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I might I have missed. Any, I don't. I might have missed I, Like so, the like a city that I think like seems cool that I don't know anyone that would live there would be like Bozeman, Montana, to me.
0: Yeah, that would right? be a cool one. But, yeah, I don't know if I'd ever make it to to
1: there right. if I didn't. Right. So I don't know if I'll ever go on vacation there. You'll drive right? through it that, one day. And, like, I don't know if my wife thinks it's cool. That's probably, like, the biggest, like, motivation for me to go to a place. But i that's more what I'm asking. Like, you think some place is cool. Like, maybe you had no idea about Asheville, Right. But
0: yeah, I, I don't think I would have much of a clue. I'd heard good things, but yeah, I think maybe it was from him before, too. So before he moved there,
1: yeah. And so, like, I was just wondering if it was someplace that you would have went without somebody being there. And like, you and this guy are relatively close, like, he ended up driving up to your bachelor party with you, right? Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I mean, it's a fair question.
0: We, we fell in love with that area of the country like on our honeymoon so we're definitely going to be in that general vicinity i guess again before it was all said and done i don't know if it would have been Asheville, but it would have been like maybe like a little smoky mountain city in that area so Asheville is in the appalachian mountains kind of no it's in the smoky mountains I think the Appalachian Mountains are kind of the east. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe the Appalachian and the I assume those were the same things, I guess. It, they could be. Uh, yeah, I'm they not could. gonna look it up right now. But yeah, I feel like that yeah, no, you could be right. I, I don't know exactly the Appalachian Trail. Well,
1: tune into yeah. our next episode to yeah, find we're we're... whether or not the Smoky Mountains. Are oh, the Appalachian Mountains. and just a part of it. But, but yeah, that is all
0: I had. It was a good time. But we are running a little long here. So I think I'm going to wrap it up. You got anything more? You got, Mike?
1: Uh, so all I got is if you're doubting the Brewers, the Packers, the Bucks, or the Badgers, you can eat our shorts. Roll it. Suckers
0: that doubted the Packers King, eat my shoes. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King, eat my shoes. Eat them all, them suckers that doubted the Packers King, eat my shoes. Eat my shoes.